AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. Meaning, of course, well, propaganda, <laughs> BS, spin, all the stuff that they try and tell us is actually news, but it's actually propaganda. Therein lies your conspiracy. Let's fix this, make this centered. All right, that's better. All right, so uh, that's what's going on. This show actually began with uh, another show we do called Troubled Minds Radio, and we do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. That'd be 10 Eastern, and uh, we talk about all the crazy stuff, right? The uh, and We talk about uh, the meaning of life. We talk about consciousness. We talk about aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, and all the rest of that, but uh, this show... It was sort of an offshoot of that because we used to do a new segment on uh, Troubled Minds itself, and um, it just ended up becoming larger and larger and larger because there's just too much to talk about in the news. So, well, it became its own show, and here we are with uh, Troubled Minds News. So, well, let's uh, let us do our thing, shall we? As you know, uh, is part of being the transparency, is sharing all the links, being unafraid, and all that. Well, I have an open phone line, an open Discord, and. Uh, uh, everybody's welcome. 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org is the official website. And uh, we were hacked over the uh, Thursday, Friday-ish. It's now fixed. Uh, it's been completely purged from the server. It was just one little file uh, that was trying to fish IP addresses. And I think they were trying to get me to click on something, you know, one of those phishing attempts. Anyway, it's been fixed. So, uh no need to worry about the website any longer, and it's been super triplicate locked down. So uh, the, the the PHP injection that happened, boring details, I know. You guys probably don't want to hear about that stuff, but uh, it has been fixed. So don't worry about that if you want to use the website. It is back in working order, and uh, if it ever gets to the point where it's not and it cannot be fixed, I'll just shut it down, guys. I'll just I'll just shut the mf -er down, and we'll move on. So uh, that's that, just to let you know. So the, the website is fixed. It, it just had a... It was a script kitty intrusion is what it was. That's all it was. It was basically amateurs, and uh, they were trying to extort for, um, I don't know. I don't know what they wanted, but uh, it doesn't matter because it's fixed, and uh, they can go uh, try and bully somebody else. And Okay, so anyway, uh, yeah, 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 it was nothing. Uh, it, it was basically just a... a, a um, uh, on the server, the web server itself, it was a, an outdated version of PHP, which is the software that runs WordPress, which WordPress runs, runs the website. So anyway, it, um, they, they were able to 
use an outdated PHP injection method uh, that an update just simply fixed. So, yeah, it's all good. It's no, it's no problem. Anything, uh, anything. If you're worried about any of that stuff, uh, don't worry because uh, we spent the whole weekend kind of scrubbing everything and making sure everything was clean, and it is. It's all good. So there we go. Okay, so uh, let's uh, let us let us begin, shall we? Uh, one more time: seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org. You can join the Discord uh, there. And let's see, let's uh, invite people here, and here's your Discord link as well right there in the chat. If you guys have not joined the Discord, come do that because that's probably the best way to follow news about Troubled Minds, and that's where I'm the most active on social media. And there you go. All right, so um, let's go with, uh, let's begin, shall we? Let us begin with the news. Let's start with this. I thought this was pretty hilarious. This broke over the weekend on Sunday with... Um, uh, yeah, well, political news-ish, sort of. Um, but anyway, this is from uh, MSN.com. And, uh, yeah, Treasury Secretary Yellen exp- ex- expects inflation to persist until middle to end of 2022. Uh, yeah, middle to end of 2022. And, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so the, okay, uh, real quick, the the uh, when you link your Amazon Prime account, I'll play a little commercial for that in a little bit, but the when you link your... Uh, prime account to your amazon account and you get the little blue thing it says prime gaming uh and there you go that's what you get the little blue crown that's where that comes from okay so anyway uh yeah this is this is fantastic treasury secretary janet yellen said su- sunday that she predicts inflation will persist until the middle to end of next year while she acknowledged that current inflation rates are abnormal yellen noted that production bottlenecks and other market inefficiencies are at least partly contributing to the price hikes As for persistent labor shortages, which many Republican lawmakers have attributed to enhanced unemployment insurance, Yellen said health and child care concerns are responsible. Uh, Quote, the COVID shock to the economy has caused disruptions that we'll be working through over the next year, Yellen told CNN's State of the Union. And of course, Americans have not seen inflation like we have experienced recently in a long time. Uh, This is a temporary pains that result from a COVID economy, she said. And as we get beyond the pandemic, I expect labor supply to increase. All right. So anyway, uh, you can continue reading this. There's more here. Uh, But uh, notably, uh, it wasn't the only thing she said, um, uh, which is a little bit odd. Um, uh, Okay, we'll get to that in a sec. But but point being is that, uh, you know, we've been hearing all this news about all the Democrats spending bill, the Democrats spending bill, the 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 spending bill. Right. It's uh, all all the uh, if you follow any political news, that's what they talk about. That's all they're talking about. Because, well, they just want to spend that they well, they now spent our grandchildren's money and now they want to spend our great grandchildren's money is really what this fight is about. Uh, and so, yeah, that's just the way it is. Right. That's the truth of the matter. And uh, they'll never frame it that way because it's the truth and they don't want to talk about the truth. Uh, they just want to talk about but but look at the so look at the programs. We spend the money. We spend the money. Uh, Notice the only bipartisan anything uh, is always spend the money. You can't go wrong if you just spend the money, right? Okay. Anyway, uh, so here we go. Now this is even better. So, so not only this is this is what's happening and what's being reported, right? Oh, it's some inflation, but uh, you know they only expect it to persist until the middle of or the end of 2022, right? No problem there. But all right, check this out. Now this is a little bit even more nutty. This is from the New York Post, and. I saw this yesterday because I guess it came out yesterday on CNN with this interview with Janet Yellen. One moment. And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't get me started on politicians, right? All right. So now this is this is even better. This gets this gets hot, super extremely hot. All right. Uh, (laughs) This is written by a guy named Charles Gasparino. And of course, he's a he's a not a Democrat. So he's going to crap on them. But both sides need to be crapped on, by the way, just so you don't get me wrong. But I think this is hilarious and horrific and everything else. Right. Uh, Democrats latest terrible idea taxing profits that don't exist. And uh, yeah, this hit yesterday. Here you go. Uh, I'm going to skip all the uh, commentary, how this guy tries to mansplain to us what the real world's really about. But uh, this is this is even better. Um, <laughs> uh, this is part of this uh, the CNN thing yesterday, the tax plan and uh, uh, Janet Yellen, which of course is the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, looking like she was giving a hostage video. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen haltingly rolled out the plan Sunday on CNN, assuming uh, us us all 
wait, assuming us all that this nothing burger was not a wealth tax, but a tax on unrealized capital gains of exceptionally, exceptionally wealthy individuals. All right. Now, she actually said this. She actually said this. Uh, and this is this is the, the craziest part. Uh, she wanted a tax on unrealized capital gains, unrealized capital gains. All right, <laughs> here we go. Yellen claimed the proposal by Senator Ron Wyden and lefty Democrat from the left coast of Oregon would be imposed on liquid assets and only impact billionaires, uh, which which, of course, right. Uh, un, uh, unrealized gains. Think about what that means. An unrealized gain means, uh, for instance, let's say, of course, they're not talking about crypto yet. But an unrealized gain means if you're holding crypto and it's worth more than it was when you started, but you haven't cashed it out yet, that is an unrealized gain, meaning tomorrow you could lose it all. But today you have a profit while they want to tax the unrealized gain. All right. Just just as a simple example, it's a lot more complicated than that with hedge funds and other things. But this is exactly what's happening. Right. So if you have money out there and it's been invested, what they want to do is they want to tax it before you even get the money. So so explain to me how this works. Right. And maybe I'm just stupid here. But and that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't know everything. Now, look, explain to me this. If you have an unrealized capital gain and they tax it, but then it, the, the market tanks tomorrow and now your, your unrealized capital gain when you cash it out is actually a loss, do you get a credit from the government? Not just for your tax, but for now your losses. I don't know. I'm just curious, right? I, again, like, uh, don't get me wrong that this is not just, uh, you know, clearly it's a it's a partisan bickering point, which is what they're doing, which is what they're always doing, right? They're, they're always going to tell you, we're going to tax the billionaires, we're going to tax the billionaires, we're going to tax the billionaires. And yet, these are lawmakers that have the ability to alter the IRS tax code themselves directly. But they're not going to do that because there's there's too much at stake there. There's too, too many... Uh, back backdoor shady deals that have been kind of put through for years and years and years and years and years. So instead, uh, they're going to say, we're going to tax the billionaires. But we, we're not stupid. We know what's going to happen. The billionaires are going to bounce and they're going to take their money to Ireland or somewhere where it's cool, right? Or somewhere where they're not going to get screwed because they have the money to do that. If they have to move their entire operations offshore, they'll do it. They're not going to get like busted in the chops for 40% of billions because these assholes say they should. Anyway, point being, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty hilarious that uh, this popped, and I wasn't going to talk about it because it's just more politics, like usual, right? It's like these these people are just so stupid. But uh, this just before we started, this article popped up, and I I had to do it. I had to do it. This is from the Babylon Bee, which of course is fire. The Babylon Bee is just on the game uh, with this stuff. They have been roasting uh, these political assholes uh, over and over and over again, and I just can't stop laughing. This is from the Babylon Bee, which of course is a satire. Uh, so it's satire. Yeah, uh, here you go. Janet Yellen proposes tax on coins you acquire in Mario. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen had, has formulated a brilliant new plan to pay for Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan, which still needs to be paid for, even though Biden said the cost was zero. To accomplish this, she has proposed taxing all coins acquired by U.S. citizens whenever they play a Mario game. Quote, Every time your little Mario or Luigi character on the screen collects a coin, that's an unrealized gain, said Yellen. Why are we allowing all those coins? Uh, not to mention all those power stars and power moons to just sit in Mario's pocket untaxed. Experts estimate that over 32 billion coins are collected in Mario games every year, and all of those gains go completely untaxed, allowing gamers to reap the benefits of power-ups and extra lives without sending any money to the government. Quote, this is like totally unjust, said AOC, the world's smartest socialist. Greed is literally killing people and killing our planet. It's time to tax Mario coins. And there you go. I thought this was pretty funny. <laughs> so, like I said, I wasn't going to talk about it, except the Babylon Bee uh, made me chuckle. And so I thought uh, the long-winded joke is this. Let's just tax, tax the Mario coins and everything will be fine, right? Everything will be fine. So anyway, there you go. There's uh, there was the laugh that got me laughing and uh, got me talking about this. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? As always, love to hear from you. 
702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. It's Las Vegas area code. Troubleminds.org website's fine now. Everything's been expunged. Everything's been removed. It was only one file they put on the server uh, for the hack over the weekend, and it's now been resolved. And uh, the the, uh, the batten down the hatches, as it were, digitally. So uh, all all of the the holes have been plugged, so we're not going to expect to get that in again anytime soon. Unless, of course, it's a state actor, and then we have different problems. But uh, script kiddies, we can handle. No sweat. Okay. All right. So <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, da, da. What's going on, guys? I see the chat. How's everybody there? Uh, all right. So a- as you know, uh, uh, somebody asked about the little crown, uh, uh, the little blue crown in on Twitch next to next to James Salcedo's uh, avatar there in name. Well, uh, that's Prime Gaming. So here you go. Here's what. Here's how you get those two little uh, avatars. Uh, you can. So if you sub up to the channel, you get the little subscriber badge, which is like the little. Uh, uh, you know, the little uh, pyramid and uh, the alien head and that whole thing. But uh, anyway, here you go. This is, a, this is a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's keep on trucking, shall we? As funny as the uh, the the Janet Yellen and uh, the Secretary of Treasury saying we're going to tax unrealized capital gains is, let us continue. Let's uh, let's go to fizz.org, and uh, this is a little better. It'll get us out of the uh, the political sphere and sp- sphere and spectrum because well, they're just a bunch of assholes anyway. Uh, let's go to uh, people navigate by keeping their destinations in front of them, even when they're they're, they're not the most efficient route. Huh. Weird. Who knew? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so instead of calculating the shortest path, people try to point straight toward their destinations. We call it the pointiest path, even if it is not the most efficient way to walk. As a researcher who studies urban environments and human behavior, I have always been interested in how human experience, uh, how, how, sorry, how people experience cities and how studying this can tell researchers something about human nature and how we've evolved. This is from uh, Carlo Ratti from The Conversation. And uh, yeah, interesting, right? Uh, so this guy uh, is, is looking into wh- how people navigate. Like we talked about this in the past, not just in particular with people, but with animals, right? Where they have uh, some sort of magnetic sense about uh, the magnetic North Pole, things like this, the magnetic field, how birds migrate, and all the rest of this stuff, right? So it is um, it is kind of a thing, but people apparently uh, don't seem to navigate that way. They like to keep wherever they're going in front of them. And why not, I ask, because that seems to be, right, the most intuitive <laughs> without thinking is uh, I'm going that way, so let's face that way, right? It doesn't seem to be too hard, but anyway, uh, as we know, science always has a way of uh, going the long way around to get that way. Well, here we go. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see. He says, uh, long before I could run an experiment, I had a hunch. 20 years ago, I was a student at the University of Cambridge, and I realized that the path I followed between my bedroom at Darwin College and my department uh, department on Chaucer Road was, in fact, two different paths. On the way to Chaucer, I would take one set of turns. On the way back home, another. Surely one route was more efficient than the other, but I had drifted into adapting two, one for each direction. I was consistently inconsistent, a small but frustrating realization for a student devoting his life to rational thinking. Was it just me, or were my fellow classmates and my fellow humans doing the same? So, of course, what did he do? Around 10 years ago, I found the tools that could help answer my question. At the Sensible City Lab at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, we were pioneering the science of understanding cities by analyzing big data. Ah, big data. See? Who says they're not tracking everywhere you go to find out if you're taking the most efficient path? Anyway, uh, studying human mobility, we noticed that on the whole, people's routes were not conservative, meaning they did not preserve the same path from A to B as the opposite direction from B to A. However, the technology and analytical methods of that time prevented us from learning more. Blah, 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 so on and so forth. Today, thanks to access of data sets of unparalleled size and accuracy, we can go further. Here we go. Here we go. Every day, everyone's smartphones and apps collect thousands of data points. Collaborating with colleagues at the MIT Department of Brain and Cognitive Sciences and other international scholars, we analyzed a massive database of anonymized anonymized pedestrian movement patterns, right? There you go. So you guys are part of a science experiment, myself included, and you don't know because, of course, it's anonymous. Wink, wink. There's no way they could ever, you know, crack in and hack that shit and find out who was walking where at exactly what time, right? Because, no, nobody hacks anybody in this day and age, do they? Yeah, exactly. Wink, wink. Anonymous. Oh, anyway, I was about to ask, where do you think they got this data from? Yeah, you know. You know where they got this data from. Uh, anyway, after we analyzed pedestrian movement, it became clear that I am not the only one who navigates this way. Human beings are not optimal navigators. After accounting for possible interference from people letting Google Maps choose their path for them, our analysis of our big data sets fueled several interconnected discoveries. Just like the headline says, people navigate by keeping their destinations in front of them, even when it's not the most efficient route. Who knew? We're not robots, so we don't navigate like robots. Okay, whatever. Let's move on. Let's keep on trucking. You guys have comments on this or anything else? 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Let's keep on moving. This is from Animalian, Animalian. Anyway, uh, you've got the link. Like I said, don't ever make a website that you can't pronounce the name of because people will never share it by word of mouth. And, well, yeah, you can't say Animalian. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. I can never say it. This is pretty cool, though. The video shows a glowing UFO possibly trying to kidnap a calf. Remember, we've talked about cattle mutilations and stuff like this on Troubled Minds and on this show as well. Check this out. A unique video was filmed somewhere in the, in the countryside of Argentina. The video was filmed on July 20th, 2021 in the vicinity of the city of Chos Malal, the Argentine province of New Quinn, but no father, uh, further information is provided. Presumably, the author of the video was driving along a rural road in some kind of slow village transport when he saw a white ball in front, which was hovering over a calf standing on the edge of the road. This, this white ball descended to the calf and came very close to it, but then suddenly took off and began to intensively go into the sky, losing the brightness of the glow. Presumably, the UFO flew away because people noticed it. When the author of the video drives past the calf, the animal looks unharmed. If this video is real, then maybe there was an attempt by a UFO to kidnap a calf in order to mutilate it and then throw a dead body somewhere nearby. All right, we're going to watch this now. We're going to watch this. Check this out. This is a little bit crazy. I'm going to make this full screen, and we're going to watch this video. It's only, it's only 30 seconds long. All right, so check this out. So, again, uh, just uh, if you look straight down and you see in the middle here on the top, there's like this glowing white orb thing. And uh, down, down below on the road, right in the, in the road as we approach, the, there's a calf. A, 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 what's up, uh, Boom Diggity? I see you there. Uh, so here we go. Uh, so we have the, uh, what, what appears to be a glowing orb on top, uh, a calf down below. Now, what we're watching for, guys, I'm going to link this if you guys want to watch it yourself in full screen. What we're watching for is uh, shenanigans, right? Fakery. All right? Now, here we go. I'm going to play this. I'm going to mute it, and we're just going to watch. All right? So as they approach... This glowing thing is lowering down, getting closer and closer to this calf that they're rolling up on. It appears to hover above the calf, bounce around a little bit, and then it 
starts to take off into the sky and it disappear off to the right side. All right, there we go. So, yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. And as they come up to the calf, right, now they're, like, trying to look at the calf as they drive by. And, no, well, he seems fine. So there you go. I don't know. I don't know what's going on down below here. There's, like, this thing bouncing around on the road. All right, it's gone, like some sort of artifact. I don't know if it's a shadow or something. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so what we're looking for, again, is shenanigans. Does this look real? And um, is this uh, a cattle mutilation happening in real time? I'm going to say, just with my untrained eye, I'm calling shenanigans only because this thing looks, um, it moves kind of like you would expect it to move uh, through a bad video editor, right? That sort of thing. So I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm not the arbiter of truth uh, in any capacity, no matter how, what, when, or where. So uh, don't take my word for it. But uh, take just take a look at it. Like I said, I've linked it. What do you guys think about this? Uh, is it real? Is this uh, some sort of video editing? Like I said, I've been uh, getting more and more into video editing now. I, I, I'm magic with audio. I can, if you want me to make you believe some shit happened in audio, I could do it. Uh, but my video editing is a little sketchy, but it's getting better. And so as I learn more and more about this, I, I start to, to know and watch some of these um, these points, how they kind of um, even this clearly doesn't seem to be a 3D object. It looks like a 2D object, which is which is bad. Right. You kind of can't tell. But it does seem that it uh, kind of is kind of float floating away in a weird line i don't know anyway that's my first thought on this i don't know if this is real clearly i'm going to say no only because like i said it looks a little bit funky but again what do i know what am i supposed to uh supposed to know when it comes to right what what a orb looks like trying to kidnap a baby calf you know what i mean what like how would i really know what one is supposed to look like but just looking at this and knowing what i know about editing video I'm going to call shenanigans and say that this was this is a fake. But again, right, who knows? Uh, I really don't have the answers, but I do have the, uh, yeah, uh, Night Stalker's right. Video editing is so tedious. Took me like 40 hours to do that four-minute clip. It takes four fucking ever. You're right. And now imagine frame by frame uh, making this little uh, white blob object kind of float around and stuff. So so they have ways you can do this. Like I've used a, a Blender and I've used, um, uh, what's the other one, DaVinci Pro, which is pretty fantastic. I've used uh, Premiere Pro. I've used uh, CyberLink PowerDirector. I've used a whole bunch of different programs. And there's different different you know different ways you can do this, but you could fake you could fake something like this extremely easily these days. So just uh, just saying, uh, be aware. I'm not saying UFOs don't exist. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying that be careful when you're confronted with a video like this, as proof uh, of all the things. Because well, um, we could be tricked. And uh, there you go. So that's my point. Uh, cattle mutilation, so, so on and so forth. But I thought it was uh, notable that uh, maybe we should point this out and take a look. And, well, there it is. So it, it does seem, you know, decently compelling, though when they approach the calf, uh, they turn the camera at the calf real quick and then back up straight at the road. If they were actually filming this orb, don't you think they would have went back up to the sky at the end there to try and, right? And I think those are some of the, some of the keys that uh that make me go hmm right you'd be like okay cow looks fine and then put the camera back up at the thing floating away no they don't do that uh, it just cuts it's like a short 30 second short so anyway uh like i said clickbait probably but what the hell do i know all right speaking of ufos let's continue let's let us continue shall we this is from futurism.com and you guys probably heard this news over the weekend or maybe on friday something uh head of nasa suggests that ufos could be alien technology oh you don't say quote who might say planet earth is the only location of a life form that is civilized and organized like ours oh all right cool uh, during an appearance last week at the university of virginia nasa boss bill nelson made some eyebrow raising remarks about a possible connection between military sightings of unidentified flying objects and the search for alien life yeah quote i've talked to those pilots and they know they uh, they know they saw something and their radars locked onto it nelson told the crowd at the university which is where he got his law degree uh, he continues and they don't know what it is and we don't know what it is we hope it's not an adversary here on earth that has that kind of technology okay so he's saying we hope it's aliens because if it's china we're screwed right if it's uh the breakaway civilization we're screwed well if it's aliens are we screwed 
I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting analysis on its own. But look what he said next when he stated started directly speculating about the search for life beyond Earth. Again, this is the head of NASA. His name is Bill. What's his name? Bill Nelson. He says this, quote, but it's something. And so this is a mission that we're constantly looking. Who is out there? Who are we? How did we get here? How did we become as we are? How did we develop? How did we civilize? And are those same conditions out there in a universe that has billions of other suns and billions of other galaxies? It's so large, I can't conceive it. All right. Well, all right. Anyway, prov- uh, provocatively, Nelson went on to, uh, to conjecture that alien civilizations could be found in a parallel universe. All right. Now we're talking. Uh, quote, now... There are even theories that there might be other universes, Nelson added. And if that's the case, who am I to say planet Earth is the only location of a life form that is civilized and organized like ours? And civilized, barely organized. Ha! Uh, Check out the supply chains. And, well, you know, anyway. So on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's talking about this again, right? The echo chambers are echo chambering. And everybody's like, I told you, the aliens is here! And everybody's like, he didn't really say jack shit, guys, right? So there's like, there's two ways to look at this. Like, there's two ways to look at everything. And I don't know. Like, again, this guy is a politician, right? Because he's the head of NASA. You have to be a politician first when you're in, especially when you're making public statements because people are going to run away with everything you say, right? And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, the point is that uh, now this is getting headlines. And I'm not sure what to do with this, where to take this or whatever, but whatevs. Anyway, so point being, uh, what do you guys think? As always, I'm not the arbiter of truth in any capacity, like I said. Uh, just uh, food for thought. Um, it's, uh, it is interesting to see how people are like, see, I told you so. And it's like, well, not really. I mean, I, th- I think not really because he didn't really say that much. We've been saying way deeper than that for a long time on this show, on Troubled Minds. So uh, you tell me. Yeah, you tell me. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on this? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Uh, TroubledMinds.org is the official website. Like I said, uh, website is safe again. So you guys are cool. Uh, if you want to use the website, get back over there. Phone number is there. The Discord link is there. And uh, just let me know. Let me know what you need. We'll put it on the website. The schedule's there. All the links to social media, the YouTube channels. Both YouTube channels are there, et cetera, so on. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, uh, Occam's razor. Yeah, maybe. I think I think there's some truth to that Occam's razor stuff, but I think it's a. I think it gets overused because maybe maybe things aren't uh, one man's opinion, but I think things aren't as uh, linear as they seem to be. Um, but okay, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So you are listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. Let's keep on trucking, shall we? This is from the SmithsonianMag.com. And this is pretty cool, seeing that it's a Halloween-ish, almost there. The final, the final week as we march on to Halloween this Sunday. Uh, well, uh, 30, the headline is this. 3,500-year-old Babylonian tablet may contain earliest known depiction of a ghost. All right. Right? All right. Yeah, uh, here we go. So a tablet made in ancient Babylonia around 1500 BCE may be the earliest known depiction of a ghost, a top scholar of ancient Middle Eastern inscriptions argues in a new book. The clay tablet is part of a guide to exercising ghosts held in the collections of the British Museum, reports Dahlia Alberge for The Observer. Irving Finkel, a curator in the London Museum's Middle Eastern Department and the author of the forthcoming book, The First Ghosts, most ancient of legacies says the image on the tablet is only visible when viewed from above under a light from above under a light the museum acquired the artifact in the 19th century but has never been exhibited uh, you'd probably never quote you'd probably never give it a second thought because the area where the drawings are it looks like it's got no writing finkel tells the observer that when you examine it and hold it under a lamp those figures leap out at you across time in the most startling way. The tablet is small enough to fit in a person's hand, as Patrick Pester reports for Live Science. At least half of it is missing, but the object still holds carefully detailed instructions on getting rid rid of pesky ghosts. All right, the uh, the first um, the first uh, well. Uh, 
instructions on how to perform an exorcism, I guess, right? As it were. Pretty good stuff here. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, the directions call for this is now this is where it gets hot. Now, now I'm into this. All right. Broadcasting from a circle of salt. Here we go. Now, the directions call for the exorcist to make figurines of a man and a woman. Prepare two vessels of beer. Yeah, this sounds like a good time already. And at sunrise, ooh, that's awful early, speak ritual words calling on the Mesopotamian god Shamash, Shamash, S-H-A-M-A-S-H, who is responsible for bringing ghosts to the underworld. Shamash? I don't know. Finkel says the idea was to transfer the ghost into one of the figurines. Ah, there we go. What's up, Bailey? Yeah, uh, server, server's handled. Thanks, Bailey. Shout out to Monochrome for um, immediately helping me handle the script kitties with the server issue over the weekend. I appreciate that very much. It's, um, it's, it's, um, it's valuable to know people that know things. And thank you, Bailey, for, uh, for helping uh, sort that out almost immediately. Uh, we got it handled. Um, but okay, so anyway, the, the ghost, right? Uh, the, there we go. The 3,500-year-old Babylonian tablet may contain earliest known depiction of a ghost. And not only that, an actual uh, exorcism ritual uh, from, from the old days, from, from the oldest days, from when they used to write in stone. And that's pretty cool, right? I thought that was pretty cool. And it is Halloween week, and why not, right? Why not talk about ghosts a little bit more, as it were? All right, so uh, we're going to keep on trucking. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's, uh, let's go here. All right, let's go to Science Alert and uh, keep on trucking. Like I said, uh, this show is live if you want to be part of it, 702-957-1037. And there's the phone number, and the website's back up, troubledminds.org, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link and get your ass in here, and uh, let's keep on trucking science alert says this speaking of ghosts artificial intelligence has found an unknown ghost ancestor in the human genome Uh oh uh, yep uh, this is from october 25th nobody knows who she was just that she was different a teenage girl from over fifty thousand years ago of such strange uniqueness she looked to be a hybrid ancestor to modern humans that scientists had never seen before only recently, researchers have uncovered evidence she wasn't alone. In a 2019 study analyzing the complex mess of humanity's prehistory, scientists used artificial intelligence to identify an unknown human ancestor species that modern humans encountered and shared dalliances with on the long trek out of Africa millennia ago. Quote, about 80,000 years ago, the so-called out of Africa occurred when part of the human population, which already consisted of modern humans, abandoned the African continent and migrated to other continents, giving rise to all the current populations, explained evolutionary biologist Wam, oh, holy moly, Betren Petit, I guess, from the University Pompeu Fabra in Spain. All right. Uh, let's see if I can get Microsoft Mike to help me with that. Let's see if this works. It's been breaking recently, but let's try it. Let's try it. No, broken. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Wow, Microsoft Mike was just such a lovely assistant, and now it's broken all the time. Oh well. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I can't expl- I, I can't pronounce the guy's name, which is nothing new, right? So we're all fine here now. Okay. So uh, as modern humans forge this path into the landmass of Eurasia, they forge some other things too: breeding with ancient and extinct hominids from other species. Up until recently, these occasional sexual partners were thought to include Neanderthals and Denisovans. The later of which, latter of which, sorry, were unknown until 2010. But in this study, a third X from long ago was isolated in Eurasian DNA thanks to deep learning algorithms sifting through a complex mass of ancient and modern human genetic code. So there it is. There you have it. Uh, Microsoft Mike is officially broken and uh, yeah, well, read aloud. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Okay. Anyway, point being, uh, I'm going to kill the page and bring it back up because there you go. 702-957-1037 if you want to be part of the show. And uh, there we go. Put the link back up without the Microsoft mic thing. And okay, there we go. There we go. All right, let's keep on trucking. Now, uh, as you may have noticed as well, there's a, I did not upgrade to Windows 11 just yet. Has anybody done that? I have not. Um, uh, there you go. Let's, let's go here. Uh, let's do this. This is from uh, ABC News. And uh, of course, uh, as we've noticed, Facebook is embattled. Uh, in the embattled Facebook. And this is the thing, right? Is is uh, 
Now, regarding Facebook, right? Remember, we're, we're, Troubled Minds is ahead of everything. And we left Facebook saying, this is bullshit. Like the, the 40,000 40, plus followers, subscribers to the channel. Nobody's getting our notifications anymore. Why stay there? They're literally just choking us out, right? They want us to pay for the reach of the people that we've earned over the years. So we left. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, screw Facebook. We're out of here. And then shortly thereafter, what happens? We get the Facebook whistleblower. We get all the rest of this stuff because Facebook, guess what, is a lying, big, dirty corporation. And that's what they do. So here we go. Uh, the Facebook papers. Yeah, that's right. The Facebook papers. Uh, yep. What are they anyway? Well, this is now just hitting. Uh, this is brand new. Hit last night about 3 a.m. is when I found this. The Facebook Papers Project represents a unique collaboration among 17 American news organizations, including the Associated Press. Journalists from a variety of newsrooms, large and small, work together to gain access to thousands of pages of internal company documents obtained by Francis Haugen, the former Facebook product manager turned whistleblower. All right, now check this out. Notice that a it's a go, these are the people going after facebook all right a, a unique collaboration among 17 american news organizations all right 17 american news organizations are working together collaborating to go after facebook all right it says it right there now <laughs> now notice right notice that well aren't they supposed to be allies aren't these guys supposed to be allies as they you know, rub elbows and spread disinformation together, propagandists and all the rest of this. Aren't they supposed to be buddies? Well, this kind of tells you exactly what's happening here. Uh-oh, is that a number? Is that a particular number there? Is that, is that, is that one of those numbers? Uh, anyway, point being is that uh, they're after them, right? They're after them. Because, well, of course, Facebook has too much power. And with the whisk of a algorithmic uh, deletion or erasure, just like they did to us, they could do it to any news organization. And the, they're starting to realize it, right? These news organizations are like, wait a second here. So if Facebook kind of takes over spreading news like they have been, and they don't like a particular source like they have been doing, which, of course, they have been actually... Uh, it's long been said they've been uh, discriminating against conservative rags, which, of course, they have been. But uh, and also, by the way, uh, other uh, basically anything that doesn't fit their preferred narrative. So if they have uh, extra super liberal rags, they, they delete them too, right? Or shadow ban them or whatever. So there's there's shenanigans going on here. It's for sure. There's no doubt about it. All right. No doubt. But these other news organizations finally are like, wait a minute, that could be us next. And this is exactly how we have to think, guys. Like these, I'm not defending these dirty news organizations. I don't even know who they are. But notice they're teaming up. They're ganging up. They're going after Facebook to try and bust this out and try and uh, try and expose them. Well, that's that's the whole point. First, it's first it's troubled minds and they shut us up. Next, it's you. You see, and they just keep cracking down. Actually, they probably got a bunch of you before they got us. But uh, you know what I mean. Because, well, that Facebook jail, people pop in, be like, I'm like, where you been? Oh, Facebook jail for 30 days. <laughs> Shit like this. Anyway, point being, let's, uh, let's continue. A separate consortium of European news outlets has, has had access to the same set of documents, and members of both groups began publishing content related to their analysis of the materials at 7 a.m. Eastern time on Monday, October 25th, which is today. Notice how they didn't do this Friday to have the weekend erase it. First thing, Monday morning, pop, 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 Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, get them. Concerted effort, 17 news organizations, and they're going after them. And as well they should. Like I said, uh, every time a speech is throttled, people should stand up and say, no, you shouldn't be allowed to uh, determine the political discourse. You shouldn't be, able, be allowed to uh, decide who gets to report and who doesn't. You shouldn't be allowed to do those things. And yet Facebook is. But anyway, each member of the consortium pursued its own independent reporting on the document contents and their significance. And I looked. I wanted to see the, the raw documents. I wanted to see exactly what was in these papers. And so I, I dug a little bit last night. I spent about 45 minutes seeing if I could find a direct download of these, the Facebook papers themselves. And it appears as yet they haven't been released. I saw a little part of one, like half a page, but it was nothing really notable. Um, so I don't know if you, if anybody out there knows where to get these Facebook papers, I'd love to see them and we could talk about them a little bit more in depth. But, uh, if there's a, yeah, uh, there we go. So anyway, I thought it was interesting that uh, they're they're coming after him. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. All right, let's see where we at time wise. All right, let's uh let's uh 
Let's see. What's the next? Uh, okay, let's uh, jam this in. And uh, we'll take a quick break. Liberals to, here, here it is, CBS News. And this continues, right? This is exactly in the same vein of what we were just talking about. CBS News. Liberals to Moscow Mitch, conservatives to QAnon. Facebook researchers saw how its algorithms led to misinformation. Now, this is interesting. As part of these Facebook papers, this is one of the things that they've determined. Facebook researchers in 2019 created three dummy accounts to study the platform's technology for recommending content in the newsfeed. The first was for a user in India, its biggest market. Then it created two more test accounts to represent a conservative American user and a liberal one. All three accounts engaged exclusively with content recommended by Facebook's algorithms, so they know what kind of rabbit holes they're managing here. It continues. Within days, the liberal account dubbed Karen Jones, isn't that funny? <laughs> the, the liberal is a Karen, uh, started seeing Moscow Mitch memes, which of course was the Russia, Russia, Russia hysteria that uh, right plagued politics for four years, uh, which referred to a nickname by critics of Republican Senator Mitch McConnell after he blocked bills to protect American elections from foreign interference. Remember all that garbage? Well, notably uh, and truthfully, Moscow Mitch is actually China Mitch, because look at his wife, Elaine Chow, and how she's literally a Chinese citizen and runs one of the largest shipping companies out of China, right? Uh, you think there's no dirty shenanigans going on there? Of course there is. But how come they're not talking about truth? They're creating these falsehoods to to follow media narratives. You see what I'm saying? There are like dirty truths that they, they could go after, but they don't they don't touch it because it's the truth, isn't it? Uh, anyway, all three accounts engaged exclusively with content. And, of course, uh, it was uh, Karen Jones seeing Moscow Mitch. And then, of course, the, uh, the conservative account named Carol Smith was guided toward QAnon conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, the test user's newsfeed in India was filled with inflammatory material containing violent and graphic images related to India's border skirmishes with Pakistan. All right. Is anybody surprised? Like I always say, the engagement algorithms basically mean they want us fighting with each other, right? They want, if anybody's splintering realities, it's Facebook, right? It's Google. It's these assholes that are perfectly curating the reality they want you to perceive. And that's why we have a problem here, right? That's why people are waking up and noticing because they're like, hold on. What about the opposite of this? Isn't there coverage of this? Where can I find this stuff? And you start looking and you can't find it. It's been redacted. It's been you have to look. You have to literally spend time to look, and people don't have time, do they? Time is a precious commodity, et cetera, so on. Uh, anyway, the Moscow Mitch QAnon uh, splintered realities, and yeah, well, that's just what it is. So, all right, if you guys are enjoying the show, uh, like I said, one more word from our sponsor. Remember, if you are subbed up on Twitch, uh, it, it does need to be renewed every month. It's one of those situations where it expires. Uh, so if you're using the Amazon Prime and it, you haven't re-upped it, well, it has probably expired. So there you go. Uh, one more quick word from our sponsor, which is you, and we'll finish this up. Uh, that one. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's keep on trucking. Thank you. Shout out to uh, Bailey out there, Monochrome, for uh, tossing out some gift subs. Appreciate that very much. Let's uh, keep on trucking. Let's go to the New York Post. And yeah, this is even better. This, this is even better. Uh, well, yeah. Well, better? Worse? I don't know. Uh, fans call on Disney to ban raunchy shirts from parks after viral post. And this is funny. <laughs> this is funny. Angry Disney fans are calling for the Mouse House to ban inappropriate garb after a couple was photographed wearing sexually suggestive T-shirts at Disney World. Oh, how dare they? Uh, over the weekend, fans posted a photo of a couple wearing matching shirts with uh, that riffed on Disney's D calligraphy. One shirt read, I wanted the D, while the other said, I gave her the D. The non-family-friendly shirts, which are sold on Etsy and Amazon, caused a firestorm on Twitter. And there you go. You can see it. I wanted the D. I gave her the D. Ow. <laughs> there it is. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. All right. Uh, 
Uh, D is for don't, tweeted Sam Carter, a former Disney creative designer who posted a photo of the couple with clown emojis superimposed over their faces. One fan replied, if they ban those shirts from ever being allowed in Disney Park again, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, yeah, get them. Ban, ban the things. Ban the things I don't like. Ah. Meanwhile, another rope, D is for discomfort. Kind of tacky to bring to a theme park, added another fan. Uh, some people just replied with gifts that communicated their disapproval. We don't do that here. Uh, yep, D is for don't. Yeah, there. Anyway, uh, I thought this was pretty funny just because. Well, uh, I was like, really raunchy shirts, and I looked at the article real quick. I was I was gonna not talk about this, but then the shirts are funny. <laughs> I wanted the D, the Disney D. I gave her the D. Uh, isn't that? Uh, I mean, you know, it's the Disney calligraphy. So if you say I wanted the D, isn't it? I wanted Disney. I wanted the Disney. I don't know. You tell me uh, whatever it is. Uh, is this funny? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Gibby's got it right. All hail censorship. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, like I think I think you got to kind of have a dirty mind to consider this as some sort of sexual innuendo. Right. I mean, like she wanted the Disney and she got the Disney. Right. I mean, isn't that, you know, <laughs> uh, anyway, what evs? These idiots. Okay. Uh, props to them for, uh, you know, having a sense of humor. God, you know, uh, God forbid anybody have a sense of humor. And, uh, you know, I think you could probably easily explain that away to the kids if they didn't get it. All right. She wanted the Disneyland and he bought the tickets and they're at Disneyland. Right. Super easy. Super easy. Right. Come on. It doesn't have to be like it wasn't like pornography on the t-shirt for crying out loud anyway i thought it was funny so i thought we would talk about it anyway let's continue shall we let's go to space.com uh actually let's see what are we at uh, i think we just did that okay here we go final segment as the countdown begins from space.com steve wozniak's stealthy space startup privateer hires chief scientific advisor hmm Follow the science. Follow the science. Uh, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak's new space company is really starting to take shape. Hawaii-based privateer remains in stealth mode a month after Wozniak and co-founder Alex Fielding announced its existence. But we know the company aims to tackle humanity's growing problem with space junk, which threatens to hinder our exploration on the final frontier. And Privateer will focus, at least initially, on improving our knowledge of the teeming orbital population. Quote, we really got started with the goal of building the Google Maps of space, Fielding told TechCrunch recently. And yeah, the company just hired one of the people who will lead the ambitious effort, tapping aerodynamicist and space environmentalist, Moriba Ja as its chief scientific advisor. Quote, we're so proud to have a scientist and human of Moriba's caliber joining the privateer team. He his, his knowledge of this issue is only exceeded by his passion for building solutions to address it, Wozniak said in an emailed statement. Some might say that privateer benefits from a connection with my name, whereas I see it as a feather in my cap to be connected with this great group and company, Wozniak said. Uh, Jaw is an associate professor of aerospace engineering and engineering mechanics at the University of Texas at Austin. He's an expert on space junk and one of the leading voices urging humanity to do something about it. Oh, it just depends on who you listen to because, well, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, haven't tr the, the folks that find folks at trouble minds been saying uh, at some point we got to do something for the space junk, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, crazy stuff here. So anyway, uh, my, my work has been heavily involved in science and technology research focused on space safety, security, and sustainability, Jaw said in the same statement. I answer an inner clarion call to action in reminding humanity of its intergenerational contract of stewardship and custodianship, honoring and recognizing the interconnectedness amongst all things, and that action is best when born from compassion. Wow, this guy should run for president. What a statement. I tell you what, he's got my vote. This guy has my vote. What's up, old school game snob uh check out old school game snobs uh youtube channel by the way he's got some amazing stuff out there anybody play diablo 3 uh yeah i've been watching some of the stuff he puts up there and yeah hot shit hot fire everybody follow old school game snob what's up guys um 
a couple more and let's wind this down let's finish shall we okay uh so i don't know uh, interesting we have another uh super rich billionaire guy do a uh what is it do a uh, he's he's got a space company everybody's got uh, basically if you're super rich you have to have a space company now or you're nobody right you're nobody you're like you know you're like a dirty earthling well if you don't have a space company and you're super rich so uh we'll keep an eye on that as it develops as always and here we go now here's another pretty funny one because this is pretty funny yeah diablo 3 uh i'll still play not so sure i'm very good at actually i'm sorry diablo 2 it's it's d2 reimagined diablo 2 uh, diablo 3 is not anyway check it out uh old school game snob he's got some really fantastic stuff on that youtube channel it's blowing up over there yeah see that's my that, that that's what a rookie i am with diablo game Diablo 2, not 3. My bad. Okay. CNN.com reports this, and this is the way of it. This is the way of it. Yeah, right. I know. I'm screwing it up. Extreme couponers were sent to prison in $31.8 million fraud scheme. What the? <laughs> are, are you kidding me? Okay. All right. Extreme couponers. Have you guys seen this stuff where they stack coupons and discounts and wheeling and dealing and gift cards and this, that, and the other thing? I mean, isn't the point of having the coupons out there to like have the coupons taken advantage of? I don't know. Let's let's see what's going on here. Uh, the FBI is revealing new ta- details about a 31.8 million counterfeit coupon scheme that landed a Virginia Beach couple in prison for nearly 20 years combined. All right, a couple, just two people. Wow, that's a that's a hot bunch of coupons, right? In a press release last week, the agency said the investigators found fake coupons. Fake? Fake? They're counterfeiting coupons? (laughs) Come on. Uh, They found fake coupons in every crevice of the house belonging to Lori Ann Talens and her husband, Pacifico Talens Jr. Uh, The the falsified savings were worth more than $1 million. They also found designs for coupons for more than 13,000 products of Lori Ann Talens' computer on her computer. Quote, she trained herself in the different techniques she needed to manipulate barcodes to make these coupons work, says Special Agent Shannon Brill in the FBI release. Talens, who is considered the mastermind of the scheme, would create fake coupons with discounts near or even over an item's retail value. Wow. This is amazing, right? This is amazing. The FBI were able to take down this this uh, this nefarious couple. Uh, maybe they could get back on the Vegas shooting case and do something about that, which was what four years plus now. I mean, you know, we'd like a motive or maybe some idea of what really happened there. But no, we're not going to do that. We're going to take these guys down for printing fake fucking coupons, right? Of all of all damn things, it's ridiculous, right? Uh, so I, I I mean, whatever. I guess fraud is fraud, but but crying out loud are you shitting me go get them fbi thanks for doing your job yeah you see what you see you see what resources are being used on so who are they protecting by the way the retailers right the large gigantic retailers right because who else you think they're going to be using coupons for the piggly wiggly right around the corner down in the wherever it is no 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 they're they're ripping off coals and macy's and right and so what's the what is the fbi doing that's right they're protecting they're protecting the people the good people of the donations that come to washington aren't they interesting uh the three-year scheme was discovered by the coupon information corporation which received a tip that someone was making and mailing fraudulent coupons. One group of manufacturers said it lost $125,000 from fake coupons linked to to the couple. In September, they were sentenced to 12 years in prison for perpetrating a counterfeit coupon fraud scheme that amounted to $32 million in losses for retailers and manufacturers. Uh, yeah. Um, I wonder how much, uh, how, you know, how much they lose from theft every year and anybody ever works in retail, you know, how much just walks out the door every, every damn day. Anyway, just, uh, uh, there you go. All right, let's get back to some weird shit. This is uh, from SciTech daily giant quantum twisters may form in liquid light. Remarkable similarities with black holes. Now, what in the hell is going on here? Talk about the micro macro as above. So below, look at this. This is nuts. Uh, let's see. Uh, anyone who's drained a bathtub or stirred cream into coffee has seen a vortex, a ubiquitous formation that appears when fluid circulates. But unlike water, fluids governed by the strange rules of quantum mechanics have a special restriction, as was first predicted in 1945 by future Nobel winner Lars Onsager. A vortex and a quantum fluid can only be twist by whole number units. Uh, these rotating structures are predicted to be widely useful for studying everything from quantum systems to black holes. While the 
smallest possible quantum vortex with a single unit of rotation has been seen in many systems. Larger vortices are not stable. While scientists have attempted to force larger vortices to hold themselves together, the results have been mixed. When the vortices have been formed, the severity of the methods, methods used have generally destroyed their usefulness. Now, of course, uh, they've discovered a theoretical mechanism which giant quantum vortices are not only stable, but formed by themselves in otherwise near-uniform fluids. So uh, a little bit dense here with the information. Not going to go super into this but because uh, we're running out of time here. But, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know, anybody know about uh, physics and wants to know how much is going on with this or what's what the deal is? I have no idea. I don't even know. But it seems pretty cool. If that's what's going on, then that's what's going on. So uh, I'll take it. SciTech Daily, good stuff on the daily. And uh, let's finish this up with fizz.org. Speaking of super weird shit, let's do this. Uh, shape-shifting materials with infinite possibilities. Oh. Oh, okay. Researchers from the Harvard John A. Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences have developed a shape-shifting material that can take and hold any possible shape, paving the way for a new type of multifunction material that could be used in a range of applications from robotics and biotechnology to architecture. The research is published in the Proceedings of the National Academies of Sciences, quote, Today's shape-shifting materials and structures can only transition between a few stable configurations, but we have shown how to create structural materials that have an arbitrary range of shape-morphing capabilities. Uh-oh. Yeah, is it black? Exactly. I was like, I was thinking Venom when I, when I first uh, saw this. I was like, huh, that's neat. So now we can create uh, cyborgs that can shapeshift and well, anyway, yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, these structures allow for independent control of the geometry and mechanics laying the foundation for engineering functional shapes using a new type of morphable unit cell. One of the biggest challenges in designing shapeshifting shape morphing materials is balancing the seemingly contradictory needs of comfortability and rigidity. Uh, comfortability enables transformation to new shapes, but if it's too conformal, it can't stably maintain the shapes. Rigidity helps lock the material into place, but if it's too rigid, it can't take on new shapes. There you go. And there's your uh, Monday weirdness with troubled minds and uh, fizz.org. Did I link that? I sure did. All right. You guys know the, dr the drill. If you want to read more about this stuff, I've linked all the things. Uh, as always, I will have all the links after we're done here. And uh, yeah, uh, looking to hear from you before we finish up. A couple minutes left, 702-957-1037. And uh, we're just chilling, hanging out, having a good time. Happy Monday. Monday. And we have uh, the full Troubled Mind show coming at you in about two hours and 44 minutes. So there's that. There's that. And uh, yeah, okay. We got a couple new uh, uh, Patreon folks I want to shout out to. Uh, Lacey, thank you for subbing up on Patreon. And also an anonymous uh, individual, thank you, that doesn't want to be mentioned. Thank you for signing up on Patreon as well. And uh, yeah, there you go. If you want to support the show, you guys know what to do. We got a Patreon. We got uh, Rockfin, which you could sign up for. You could uh, watch if you want to help and not pay anything. Listen to the podcast feed on Spotify or Stitcher or any of the, the, uh, the podcast applications. There are ads that play that gives us pennies, and all the pennies add up. All the pennies add up. So if you think you're not helping, uh, you're helping. Um, every little bit counts, so I appreciate that. Uh, and, yeah, so that's the deal. And as always, spread the word. Spread the word. That's the biggest thing. Let people know that uh, you can talk about information. You can have a conversation. You can look at things outside of the political spectrum and not be a douchebag about it and not try and start fights constantly. And that's really what Troubled Minds is about, uh, particularly the not being the douchebag part. Uh, I try my best to not do that. But you guys uh, pick me up every time I do because we've got a great community here. So there it is. There it is. Um, Let's see. Reading the reading the chat. What's going on, guys? How's everybody? Play doh. What's up, uh, Daryl? How you doing? Hope you're feeling better. Um, all right. So, thing is, uh, we're done. So we're finished for the moment. But we'll be back in, like I said, two hours forty three minutes, and we will uh, continue doing troubled minds. So here we go. Let's play some outro music and let's rip this mf'er into the ground. All right. So as you know. If you want to help support the show, you know what to do. Troubledminds.org is the official website. And you can find, yeah, it's uh, it's unhacked now. Everything's been fixed. Thank you again. Shout out to a good buddy, uh, AJ Dare out there for uh, for helping get that fixed up over the weekend. And uh, yeah, well, uh, if you, you want to support the show, spread the word. That's the most important thing. Spread the word, spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. Let people know. And we'll be back tonight. 
two hours and 42 minutes. Tick-tock on the clock. We'll be back with more Troubled Minds. And uh, there you go. Thanks, thanks again for supporting the show. Thanks for all the amazing chat. Thank you for all the things. I appreciate all you guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know what to do. You know what to do. Be good to each other. That's what you. That's that's what this is all about, right? And uh, we're out. So, I'm Michael Strange. This is Trouble Biden's News. Catch you tonight. Have a good one, guys. Happy Monday. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.